Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and periodically some interesting off-topic things. And of course, it is Friday. It's Open Line Friday. We made it. I'm your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 289. For Friday, January 28, 2022. And it is going to be a very, very busy weekend for southern New England because of the huge snowstorm, which is still in development off the East Coast, southeast of the Carolinas. And of course, we have a pile of very cold Arctic air now moving into our neck of the woods here in the Ohio Valley. The two will meet, and when they do, they are going to, as we meteorologists say, party hearty. And it will be an explosively developing low-pressure system, the likes of which, with this particular combination, probably hasn't been around southern New England for a good number of years ago. And uh, it's a lot like the system that we had about two weeks ago when we picked up uh, 28 inches of snow in Jefferson, 21.2 inches here at the beautiful studios of Weather Jazz in West Central Geauga County. And by the way, we still have about two feet of snow on the ground. We had about three or four inches from the Arctic front that came through. Now temperatures are falling here in the Ohio Valley And uh, that'll set things up for a very cold Saturday in particular. Saturday night and Sunday, we'll likely see temperatures fall below zero in much of Ohio. And uh, that all plays into the system, which is, or feeding the system, that will explosively develop off the coast of southern New England. So they're watching this with great eagerness in places like Boston, New Bedford, Cape Cod, Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, Providence, and as well as the south coast of Connecticut and just brushing by New York City. So it is Open Line Friday, and I thought that I would do something a little different. However, stay focused on this storm. Now, coming up in just a little bit, I just spoke with my brother, Denny Bernier, He lives in New Bedford, Massachusetts. He lives in the childhood home that we were born and raised in. And he is getting ready for the storm. And naturally, so is everybody else from Boston to Providence to Cape Cod down to southern Connecticut. I have a friend, Bob Gilmore, who lives in Sheldon, Connecticut, just outside of New York City. He's watching it with great interest 
as well as many friends that I went to school with, high school essentially, in southern New England, that are battening down the hatches. So what I thought I'd do in just a little bit, I'm going to have a conversation with my brother, Denny, and see what he's up to, how he is preparing, and how the timing of this particular storm is perfect for him in the sense that it will be occurring over the weekend. Mm, and that's very important. He'll explain that to you, and we'll tell you how New Englanders are currently both reacting to and preparing for the big New England snowstorm, southern New England snowstorm. More in just a little bit. We'll take a little break. And when we come back, my conversation with my brother, Denny Bernier, who lives in New Bedford, Massachusetts. Coming up. All right, everybody, we are back and I am on the line with my brother, Denny Bernier. He lives in the coastal town, the wonderful fishing port of New Bedford, Massachusetts, ground zero this weekend. Ground zero. Tell me, tell me what's going on in New Bedford these uh, last day or two. Well, I'll tell you, it's quite a ride here right now because uh, the preparations are something else. Because, you know, the, the predictions are from a lot of people that this could be almost a once in a lifetime storm, the way that things are shaping up. So when you start to hear predictions like that, you get a little concerned. And so you want to be prepared as best as possible. Uh, in fact, I was listening to the uh, radio on the way back home that Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel is in Boston. They're setting up camp in Boston. And so they don't uh, do that unless they know there's a big, right. big uh, story coming through over here. Yeah. But we're directly on the coastline and we are literally ground zero. And we will have the most extreme of conditions of this blizzard coming up. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's only so much you can do for preparation. Myself, I'm bringing a bunch of firewood from my yard from the most the furthest part uh, right up to my back stairs because I'm not so sure I'll have easy access to it. If we have, say, four feet of snow uh, or anything to that degree, it'll be just really nasty out. I'm getting all the shovels lined. I got some ice smells, a little extra food. In fact, one of the ways to preparate, I'll bet you we're going to lose power. Um, it's, it's really going to be bad. So one of the ways I'm going to do that to get ready is I'm going to put some food in the crock pot overnight to cook it. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow because once again, we could have a loss of power. Um, and when that happens, we, it's an old antique house over here. So we'll fire up the fireplace. And also another thing I do is I just put on my gas stove. You put on all four burners and, uh, it actually warms things up pretty good. Some people say, wait, you can't do that. I say, well, if I was cooking a big meal for a holiday, wouldn't I be doing the same thing? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So mom and dad used to do that. Actually, I remember they even light the yeah. oven and open the door. It was just a, Another form of a, of a big warmer, a big heater, that's all. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Grocery stores are out of control. Uh, 
a lot of the shelves are bare. And uh, luckily, I was in good shape, so I didn't really have to do much of that at all. I went to a local uh, warehouse uh, re uh, reseller to uh, restaurants to get my goods. People don't think to go to this place. I went to uh, Sid Wainer, uh, where you can get some really great deals there on produce. And uh, so that'll be part of the uh, chuck roast that I do overnight on a, in a crock pot. Um, and uh, probably if the power holds out, I'll bake some bread tomorrow morning. I will be out multiple times, most of the day, just to keep up with that. You can't. You can't wait for it to end for that because then it'll be insurmountable. So I'll be up most of the day just uh, trying to keep this place uh, so that we can actually uh, get around, you know, in and out of the driveway in case there's an emergency, fill the cars up with gas. And uh, I've, I've got my weather radio, which you got me for my birthday. That'll be that, that's that, right. That is going to be warm to the touch because it'll be <laughs> it'll be going 24 seven. Uh, so it's unnerving and exciting at the same time. When you're from New England, I'll tell you, um, you you really these up we we consider them opportunities. It's uh, opportunities for survival. Hardy New Englander, uh, bring it on. Let's see what you got over there because we're pretty tough over here. And no matter what you throw at us, it's going to be okay. So so you're you're claiming bragging rights already? Of course, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now I looked at the latest. It looks like uh, there might be a little bit of light snow right now where you are, but obviously the worst will be coming after midnight and, and during the day tomorrow. I've already told people that if you send me any videos, I'll probably repost them on onbrightburningyear.com so people can go check out um, what's happening in southern New England because we we do have being in the lake effect areas. A, uh, a morbid curiosity, shall we say, of, of what's happening in some of those extreme blizzards, uh, which Northeast Ohio is, is really no stranger to. We've uh, had a number of them here. But, um, you know, about every, what, 10 years or so, you get a really good, good one where you get smacked around like this. And yeah. it's been a little while. Well, the difference between this one, I think, and maybe where you are, as the coastal effect. So we get the coastal flooding. We also, we're expected to get 90 mile per hour winds and, uh, and that changes a lot too. Uh, and yeah, we'll probably get one every 10 years, but the one that we're going or expected to get, they're comparing it uh, to be the same status as uh, the blizzard of 78. Uh, yep. So uh, <clears throat> this, and you know, there was somebody out there saying could be, you know, the blizzard of a lifetime for a lot of you people. Like you'll never see mm -hmm. a storm like this again. And uh, that could be very well true. It's a wait and see game. I know we're going to get something. We all know we're going to get it. We just don't know how well, bad it's going to be. And it's going to be well, bad. We just don't know mm -hmm, the degree mm -hmm. how bad it's going to be. So we're going to be waiting. We're going to be waiting on that video and watching, I, I imagine, with a bated breath. Um, and the blizzard of 78 here in Ohio was, was a little bit different. Uh, we just recently uh, commemorated the the. Uh, anniversary of that and uh, for here in ohio it went from and and sally uh who's from northeast ohio was a senior in high school that year here i was a freshman at uh, linden state college we, we both experienced it from different ends she was on the blizzard side it went from 40 degrees in the morning down to teens within a few hours with, <clears throat> pardon me, hurricane force winds. 
Um, and it wasn't so much the snow. Uh, the snow officially was only eight inches, but there was already 21 inches on the ground. They had hurricane force winds blowing that around and the eight inches. And that's what shut down the Ohio turnpike from start to finish. There was, there was literally no motion. And I was on, at least for that storm, we were on in New England on the warm side of the storm. And I can still remember being on the roof of Linden State College with a bunch of my classmates in 50, 60 mile an hour winds out of the south. It was raining, but we all smelled the salt from the ocean. Wow. We thought we're that far inland, but we can smell and even taste the salt because it was picking up some of the salt off of uh, Long Island Sound and just whipping it into the um, uh, into the system. So it's, it's interesting how you can have two different experiences only a few hundred miles apart. So then, really wild and, stuff. And then there was me that we were at ground zero mm-hmm. once again on that storm. So how many, right. how many inches right. do you remember for 78 here? Oh, it, it was in the, in the order I think the average was about two feet. But again, the problem or issue with the winds were so high, you had drifts that were six, seven feet high. It was, wasn't the fact that you had six or seven inches of snow, but when you have 12 to 24 and 60, 70, 80 mile an hour winds pushing it around, you're going to have huge drifts. And it, it was, they didn't know it was coming. That was the problem. So, all of the highways were parking lots. There were there were thousands of cars all over the highways, just stuck there in snow, just like the Ohio Turnpike, and just like it happened in about three or four hours. And uh, yeah, but this one is different because you know it's coming, and it's good timing because you're actually in New Bedford. You're not working in Boston, uh, which is which is very very much normal for you. So you're going to get to be home. Uh, if you lose power, uh, we were talking here in the house, after you have your crockpot dish already, mm-hmm. you can probably uh, put uh, put a cast iron skillet on your fire in the fireplace and, and warm it up that way. I've done that before. <laughs> Did you, Have you really? Oh, yeah. I put my mm-hmm. blue steel French cooking pans on it, cast iron. You, you, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nothing new to me, so... But that being said, we do have uh, gas stoves here, so I can yeah. just use that. So, I mean, right. I, I, oh, that's good. Yeah, so I'll it'll be no problem. You know, I can get by. So, um, no microwave though. No, no microwave. Nope. That, that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> Is that the French in case, pronunciation? In, in case you didn't know, it's pronounced microwave. Okay, <laughs> that's the high end. Yes, it's a, it's a it's a one that that exceeds five hundred dollars. Then it has a different name. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and it's from France, and and it cost you lots and lots of cash. Yeah, more than five hundred. That's the name. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. all, right. all right. Well, we're going to be watching you. Um, obviously, I want to get this posted online so people can hear it and and see uh, how it is you're you're preparing. Okay. It sounds it sounds like you've already been to the to the store 
days before this happens so that you're you're not part of the mad rush at the end, which is a good thing. You were planning. I can't deal with that stuff. I can't deal with people who can't plan in advance, honestly. I mean, it's just need your, being a knee-jerk reaction. So, so you have to stand in these horrendous lines. And then most of the time, whatever you need is picked over anyway. So right. why, why bother? Mm-hmm. You know, so plan ahead. Plan ahead. So what is it you're going to cook in the crock pot? Tell us. What are you making? Well, I have a beautiful uh, tender chuck roast, and I have some nice, oh. very traditional with onions and carrots and herbs mm. and spices. Uh, put in a little bit of burgundy wine, too, for some wonderful flavor, some garlic. Um, I might even give it a, a, a slight Asian uh, uh, flavor, and we'll put some toasted sesame oil. We'll see. Um, I don't know, wherever the adventure takes me. But the beauty is it cooks slow and slow all night long, and Come the early morning hours, you have the aroma mm. of that, and it is so enticing. And guess what I'll be having for breakfast? I, I was going to say, it'll be ready for breakfast, and you have no problem with having that for breakfast. Why? Why not? I mean, why? why don't, I don't yeah. understand why people have such definitions on what they need yeah. to have for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Um, there's nothing wrong with having a, some nice, beautiful chuck a steak roast. Uh, you know, maybe I'll cook an egg with it. Then it'll make mm-hmm. breakfast. Fine. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See, you've got your protein and, and you've got your chicken protein. So you'll be, you'll be all set. <laughs> so it's now officially breakfast. All right. So as you send pictures, uh, for those that are listening to this weather jazz episode, episode number 289, uh, you can go to that episode on weatherjazz.com. As the pictures come in, I will post pictures and video from Denny or on AndreBurnier.com so that you can see uh, what uh, what he's doing. And uh, we'll keep tabs and track of uh, what's happening in your neck of the woods. Better you than us this weekend. Now, we're going to be cold, very cold, but we're at arm's length away from the system. So we'll be watching you and we'll be praying for everyone's safety. We're going to need a little bit about that, I think, because like I said, this one's a little... This one's scary. So, um, well, you know, we're going to have to really uh, just batten down the hatches and and then keep an eye on things best that we can. Wish me luck. We don't lose the power. That's all. All right. Well, we'll, we'll pray that uh, the power room remains up so that you can use the microwave. Is it microwave or? Close. Microwave. Oh, <laughs> microwave. Got it. <sighs> all right. <laughs> Uh, thanks for the conversation and taking the time. I know you're busy today and getting ready and, and working too. Uh, you just had a, a patient, but your last patient of the day, right? Done you're for done the for the day yeah, now? Done. Oh, good. Now I'm going to start to do this. I'm going to go out and actually split some wood, arrange it near the house, like I said, so we can get to mm-hmm. it easily, get all the shovels together just in preparation so I can relax the rest of the day. And um, it's the weekend. We're here. We'll uh, we'll wait for pictures. All right. Uh, Thanks. Uh, Love you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Love you, too. Talk to you later. Well, it certainly has been some time since they've seen a system quite like this. Now, every snowstorm in southern New England, nor'easter, if you will, it really has its own signature However, uh, obviously, the intensity and the very broad brush potential for this uh, is going to be the likes of which uh, they've not seen in a little while. So uh, they're hunkering down. 
getting ready, and I'm sure I'm going to be getting a ton of video from my brother over the weekend. And uh, keep an eye on AndreBernier.com because I may post some of the more interesting videos that I get from him there on that particular website. I tend to update that with a lot of local weather things, but also things of meteorological interest. And I would imagine that all eyes are going to be on Boston, Providence, Cape Cod, New York City, etc. this weekend. Well, it is Friday, and I like Fridays on Weather Jazz because I get to brag on all of the people that walk alongside me and make this podcast possible so that I can expand and take advantage of the tools that are out there to really make this program shine. Thank you to Victoria Singer in Vermont, Kian Galunas in Vermont, Dale Osborne in Ohio, Will and Tonya Kraus in Ohio, Christine Barnes in Ohio, Rose Moore, Ohio, Bill Martin in Florida, and Andrea Rich in Tennessee. And if you'd like to join forces with me, it's easy. Go to weatherjazz.com, click on the Supporters tab. You'll not only see the list of people that I just mentioned, but also your opportunity to get on that list. I'd love to include you. So go to the Supporters tab, weatherjazz.com. It'll tell you exactly what you do and how you can get involved. Another way you can get involved is by passing along a question or a topic suggestion. And I welcome your input two ways. Weatherjazz at yahoo.com is my email address. And also via the Weatherjazz podcast audience connect line. The number is 234-525-5888. And if you want to call just to say hello and let me know how it is, you listen to Weather Jazz. That would be great, too. I have included, and I have included some of those calls right here on Weather Jazz episodes. I find them fascinating and interesting to get to know you as you get to know me. If you are listening to Weather Jazz via one of the many podcast apps available, remember to subscribe. That way, you can automatically download every episode as I make them available. If you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area or plan to visit or simply traveling through, you can catch my 5 and 6 p.m. weekday weather segments on WJW Television, Fox 8, or online by clicking on the Watch tab at weatherjazz.com. Just remember that if you're not in the Eastern USA time zone to make the adjustments you need, to watch at the proper time. I'm on between 5 and 7 p.m. during the 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. hours. All right, it's going to be an interesting weekend, and perhaps we'll have a follow-up on Meteorological Monday. In the meantime, have a great weekend. Stay warm. There's some good news ahead if uh, you're looking for a little break from the deep chill in the eastern USA. I imagine that will be at the top of my list to talk about on Monday, right here on Weather Jazz. See you then. Weather and science across the globe.